This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, a leading industry super fund specialising in the health and aged care sector. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. Rates of hand hygiene compliance drop when the job of monitoring moves from human auditors to machines, a new study has found. I'm joined by UNSW medicine professor Mary Louise McLaws to find out more about the research. Welcome, Mary Louise. Hello, thank you for having me. Why was it important to dive into this area of research? Well, this program, this national program of hand hygiene monitoring has been um, continued for eight years now and um, it hasn't had any review, peer review. And it's my impression, uh, along with other um, colleagues, that we haven't really impacted behaviour. I'd done some previous work at other teaching hospitals and while everyone is aware of the five moments for hand hygiene, uh, it was an observation that they weren't being um, executed as well as could be expected. So in 2014, we published a paper looking at some of the problems of the methodology of the sample sizing of how many observations were collected uh, during a morning uh, of observation, and we had a problem with that, uh, with the validity and the reliability to be fed back to healthcare workers about how well they were going. Uh, so it, it stemmed from there. So you you found that the difference between the two monitoring methods was quite stark. C- compliance rates went from ninety four percent with human auditors to thirty percent with automated surveillance. W- were you surprised to see such such a drop? Uh, sadly, I was I wasn't surprised. I, I expected to ha- that there would be a, a big difference. Um, because the national program had rolled out surveillance of hand hygiene compliance as if it were an intervention. Mm -hmm. So to tell healthcare workers to hand hygiene without understanding the psyche and the the psychology behind why and when we hand hygiene uh, was uh, sadly disappointing for me. Um, I had uh, supervised PhD students um, thesis on behavior and that we as parents tell our children to hand hygiene to get the yucky germs off. Mm -hmm. We interviewed children and their parents and identified that their motivation to hand hygiene is all about self-protection. And this was, this was back before the five moments were, uh, were introduced. It was during the time when healthcare workers did before and after hand hygiene. And so this explained to us why we thought that the before touching a patient hand hygiene compliance was poor. And so after the five moments were introduced and this rollout of a national auditing program uh, had continued for many years, it it didn't surprise me that there was going to be a difference. But yes, I was, was disappointed that there was such a big difference. You... You said the Hawthorne effect might be behind the data. So it'd be great if you could walk me through the Hawthorne effect and and how it might be coming into play here. Okay. So the Hawthorne effect is something that we experience um, daily, really. Um, 
So as we drive to work and from work, occasionally we might see a speed camera or we might see um, a policeman on the side of the road uh, checking our speed. And we look down uh, to see how fast we're going and we slow down if we have to. And that's the Hawthorne effect. We're doing something when we think we're being watched rather than doing it out of habit. Uh, and the Hawthorne effect has been observed where you, know, you put a, a, a drawing of a pair of eyes on a wall and a poster uh, for wanting people to um, put their rubbish in the, in the correct bins. And, and humans respond really well to a perception that they're being watched. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Hawthorne effect occurs every morning when the auditors go out there and uh, nurses and doctors are very well-educated, very clever people. And they know when the auditors are there, even if the auditors are from a different ward, because even though they're playing with their phone, putting the data on an app, we know who's on a ward because of security reasons, they, we know that they're there for a particular reason. And usually, you know, healthcare workers tweak very quickly that they're there to do um, uh, some sort of audit. And it's become habitual now to do it in the mornings uh, since the program has been rolled out since 2010 because the mornings are the most um, productive times for hand hygiene opportunities. So the Hawthorne effect occurs uh, healthcare workers increase their hand hygiene. It's still not 100%. Um, so they know when they should most of the time and they comply. So it just goes to show that if you put uh, healthcare workers under pressure, a perception of being watched, that they will comply. But yet there's still a gap between um, uh, supposedly 100% compliance and what they do most of the time when they're being watched at 80 or 90 percent. How important do you imagine the Hawthorne effect is uh, to other areas of compliance, not, not only across health settings, but, but all workplaces? Well, it's a very interesting idea about um, the Hawthorne effect in other areas. Um, I think the most important thing that we understand about hand hygiene as opposed to other clinical uh, practices is that we've been taught as children to hand hygiene to protect ourselves. That, you know, when your parents uh, teach you in your first couple of years and then they stop nagging about the age of seven, eight or nine. So you take with you an idea that you are self-protecting rather than hand hygiene for yourself and for others' protection. So there's this deep ingrained understanding that you've got to get the yucky things off your hands. So I believe that the Hawthorne effect is probably higher in hand hygiene, even though you've gone to nursing or medical school and you've been told what you need to do. That's very different from then that becoming habitual because of this deep ingrained uh, psychology of hand hygiene. So, uh, and it's a, it's a practice that only is beneficial to the patients, really. Most of hand hygiene is all about the patient. Um, sure, you, we hand hygiene to get body fluids off our hands, um, but that only happens about 12% of the time. Um, most of the time, you have your hands feel clean. They don't feel sticky or dirty. So to getting rid of 
those unseen pathogens is all about protecting the next patient and protecting the environment. So I think the Hawthorne effect is probably highest when it comes to hand hygiene than any other time, than any other clinical practice that you've got to do during the day. How can we get compliance rates closer to, to the minimum of 70%? Do, do we need to delve deeper into the, that psychology behind those decisions? I, I, I definitely believe we do. I think that um, when we put pressure on the healthcare workers and uh, under the Hawthorne effect, and healthcare workers improved while being watched, it improved for the first moment, for moment one, for um, before you touch a patient, which is about 35% of all of the five moments, and then after touching the patient's zone, because we haven't touched the patient, but the zone can be um, laden with, with pathogens. So those two are the ones that improved during the um, Hawthorne effect. So I believe to get it up to really 70 or 80% in reality into a habitual uh, opportunity, we need to just focus on, first of all, moment one and remind healthcare workers that their hands are their tools, their um, clinical tools, and that they need to be clean before you touch the patient. So I would be focusing on moment one. I know um, in New South Wales, in response to our piece in the Medical Journal of Australia, the Clinical Excellence Commission refreshed um, the clean in, clean out. But I still think that the deep psyche of protecting ourselves is easier to manipulate. But we really need to manipulate that um, uh, pure of heart hand hygiene for moment one. It's all about the patient. So that's where I'd be focusing. Thank you for your time, Mary Louise. Well, thank you for your, um, for your interest in this very basic but very important clinical uh, intervention.